1: Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show, I'm your host Rob Shooter and it's Friday, oh, I love a Friday, we made it through another week, Naughties, together. Together, Corey's going to be off today, so it's just us. But don't you dare worry—we've got tons and tons of celebrity gossip to get to. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. Big story at the top of the show. So Buckingham Palace has put out a statement. Kate's rep has put out a statement, brushing off all the speculation about her recovery. So Kate Middleton's team is speaking out in light of all the conspiracy theories swirling out there about the Princess of Wales's whereabouts following her surgery in January. It read the following, quote, Kensington Palace made it clear in January the timelines of the Princess's recovery and would only be providing significant updates. That guidance stands. They also add that she's doing well. So... Basically, they are saying nothing here, so even though they've put out a, a statement, they're really saying, "Mind your own business, we're not telling you anymore. We're only going to tell you what we want to tell you, and if there's something significant, then we will update you. So I think the public, the people I certainly want a hour by hour at least the day by a week by week, let's do that. I want a week by week update. I feel like I know Kate, she's part of my world. We talk about her all the time, we see her all the time, and just to have a friend like that, even if it's only a friend in your mind, disappear. It's quite jarring, isn't it? If a dear friend of yours, a real friend of yours was not well, you'd call every day, how are you? You'd want an update. I'm quite nosy, so I'd probably want one every hour. With Kate, I'd love a weekly update. I'd love them to put out some pictures of Kate tell us what she's up to, how's her recovery going. Now let's remember they've still not told us what is wrong. And so if they're not going to tell us that, it's probably unrealistic to think they're suddenly going to be a lot more open about her health. Not going to happen. So even though I'm pleading here, Palace, if you are listening, hello, 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 I know you're not going to change your mind, but this is where we stand with Kate and this is why the conspiracy theories are on fire often. When there's no news, people's imaginations get the better of them, and they start filling that void, that empty gap, full of speculation, full of nonsense. That's what's been going on here. It's very difficult to cut through all the silliness and get to the actual truth. I've been trying to do this. I've called so many of my sources in the palace. Most of them admit... They just don't know. They've not seen Kate. She's not at Buckingham Palace. She's in the country. She's not on their Windsor Mm. estate. She's not at Windsor Castle. She's at the country house, which even though it's a big house, has a much smaller support staff. You have to remember... There are hundreds of people that work in Buckingham Palace. That's hundreds of people to gossip to people like me and their friends. And that's how, that's how stories get out. On the country estate, it's a much, much smaller staff. They do have a staff, but it is much smaller. It's really just their inner circle. And that's what makes this such a difficult story to get any information on. Now, one of my sources do tell me that the greatest fear within the family is that Kate maybe like Meghan and Harry, want to step down. Now, I don't believe that is completely true. My insiders are telling me that she wants a reduced role. Kate is quite a shy person. It's hard to believe it when you see her making a speech or just looking fabulous on, on a red carpet. She's actually quite shy. Her friends tell me, even though you all think she's cut out to be a princess or even a queen, the truth is she's not. She's had to really learn to accept this role. It's a job that she's struggled, really struggled, trying to find her footing in. It's often left her exhausted, very upset, emotional. It's a really hard job being one of the most famous people in the world. Now, I know some of you are saying it's an easy job. They don't do anything... You're partially right. They're not digging ditches. They're not working in a restaurant. They're not doing jobs like you and me have. However, our jobs don't come with the type of scrutiny, most of our jobs don't, that Kate Middleton, in fact, I can't think of really hardly anybody else, maybe Taylor Swift and Beyonce, that get as much attention as Kate Middleton. She did not sign up for this. Yes, she fell in love with William. Yes, she wanted to marry him. Yes, she wanted to be the queen, but she didn't know... When she signed up, exactly how intense this would all be. And it's caught her by surprise. Add on top of that, that Meghan and Harry's friend did call her a racist. That's on the internet forever whenever she googles herself she's going to see that her family are going to see that her children are going to see that when they when they grow a little older it's a really really tough position to be in so even though i don't think she's going to step down i don't think she's leaving the family like meghan and harry i do think we're going to see a diminished role i'm told that she's going to look for a role where she turns up for the major events the big state opening of parliament the Big stuff that she has to do with her husband, but the smaller events is stuff that she just doesn't want to do anymore. And we're going to see her retreat out of London, where she's never really been comfortable. She's much more of a a country girl. She would say that herself. Remember, the Queen has that magnificent estate in Belmoral. It was the Queen's favourite of all her homes I'm told Kate could even be there, away from prying eyes. It's very, very private up there. It's why Queen Elizabeth chose to die there. Queen Elizabeth went up to Scotland. That was her last wish. And so I'm told Kate could be on her way to scotland where she'll be able to keep out of the public eye for even longer but at some point we're going to want to see kate and the palace is not being terribly helpful with these statements i know what they're doing but i honestly i think it brings more questions than answers they're not going to tell us anymore which means that we have to ask our poll question of the day Kate's rep is brushing off speculation about her recovery, but not really telling us anything more. They're saying that she is doing well. Our question is, do you believe them? Is there more to this story? Is Kate doing well? I want her to be doing well. But there's something else going on here. Hey, go vote on our Twitter page, at Naughty Nice Rob, or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gozib. and am sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. Hey, some breaking news. Ex-Vanderpump Rules stars. Rachel Lewis is taking legal action against Tom Scandavall and Adriana over, quote... Revenge porn. So Rachel, formerly known as Raquel, she changed her name, has filed a lawsuit against her ex-boyfriend Tom and his former girlfriend over the infamous affair. So the lawsuit, which was filed in the L.A. Superior Court, we've got a copy of it right here, alleges that the couple engaged in, quote, revenge porn, eavesdropping an invasion of privacy. So Lewis, who was said... Lewis said that she was unaware that she was being recorded, so despite being on a reality show, she's not talking about the Bravo cameras here, she's talking about Tom. Tom secretly recorded her, is what she alleged, and she's saying that the release of this audio caused her significant emotional distress and damage to her reputation. In the court documents, she goes on to say that they deliberately tried to humiliate and embarrass her. And she's seeking damages for the harm done to her reputation and emotional well-being. My insiders add she might not stop here. She's going after Tom. She's going after his, his girlfriend. And next, she might even go after Bravo, Oof, which, as we all know, is not a good time for Bravo with all the lawsuits against Andy Cohen that we will get to in just a minute. Because we have another big breakup, uh, another Vanderpump Rules breakup that we have to report. Jax and Brittany Cartwright have announced their separation after nearly five years. Five years. I was rooting for these two, so they became a couple on Vanderpump Rules. We saw them get together, we saw them fall in love, we saw them got married. Now they're separating after almost five years of marriage. Brittany revealed the news on her podcast, explaining that the couple was quote taking time apart to focus on their mental health. So the couple's mental health struggles have been well documented. They talk about this and both of them now are opening up about the difficulties of being on the reality show. They said it's left them with a lot of trauma, a lot of unresolved problems, and they need time apart in order to get time back together. So even though they have separated, no divorce yet, they have not filed for divorce, they are hoping hoping that they can work this out i'm told they love each other they've just got so many problems both of them you know what i say this all the time and i think it's really great advice when my friends ask me what's the secret to a happy marriage it's really easy marry someone that's happy Bruce was happy before he met me. I was happy before I met Bruce. Bruce does not make me happy. I was already happy. He makes me happier. And I hope I make him happier too. But we both were already happy. These two are not happy. Jack's Brittany, I think this is so smart, so adult. It's easy to look down your nose a bit at reality stars and make fun of them and call them immature or, or even a bit silly. However, these two have surprised me. It's so adult, it's so mature to try and take some time apart in order to get back together. That's the solution. Sometimes you need to be by yourself. You've got to learn to love yourself first. I'm wishing you two the best. Moving along, Haley Bieber is upset that her dad made some public comments that now she wishes had remained a private matter. So Haley's father, bit of a blabbermouth, Steve Baldwin, recently made a public plea for prayers for both Haley and Justin Bieber, which raised eyebrows and left a lot of people wondering... What exactly is going on behind closed doors? Why do we need to pray for them? What's, what's happening? Sources close to the situation have revealed that Stephen's request for prayers were not unfounded. There is something going on here. I haven't found out what it is yet, but there's something going on. However, his daughter Haley wishes he had said nothing. This is a private matter people in the family know what the problem is. Nobody else does. They don't need to. She is furious furious about this. She knows her dad is trying to do good. She knows her dad is being sincere. Prayers are important. She's deeply deeply religious. In fact we just saw Hayley and Justin leaving church, arriving and leaving church together. And so faith is something that is very important to this couple and also to the family, to Stephen Baldwin. However, When you reach out on social media and ask for prayers, not only are you asking for something nice, I give you that, you're also revealing to the world that something is going on and they are not happy about it. Okay, moving along, Kim Kardashian's upset too that Kanye West has reached out on social media and she wants to keep any concerns he has for their children private. So Kim is really upset that Kanye aired their disagreement on social media, believing this is ultimately going to harm their children. So he said that he does not like the school that his kids go to. He's really upset with Kim's decision to send them to a school in Los Angeles that he thinks is not the best fit for his kids. He said that the reason that she wants to go there is there's other celebrity kids there, and he wants to get his kids away from that. Sources tell me Kim chose this school for two reasons. Two reasons. She believes, A, it's an excellent school. That sounds good. And she values consistency in their children's lives. Their children's lives have had a lot of ups and downs with these two as parents. It's a roller coaster. So she likes this consistency in their lives. She also believes, and I agree with you here, Kim, that any disagreements should be addressed privately rather than aired publicly on social media. Kanye's got her number. Kanye knows how to contact Kim. He doesn't need to do this on social media. Do some of your friends do this? I've upset people or or I've done something that I wish I hadn't. And instead of calling me or texting me or telling me off, they've put something on social media, something shady. And it's not a lie. It's the truth. I probably was late for dinner. I probably did forget somebody's birthday. But come to me and then I can say sorry to you. Social media, be careful about it. OK, quickly, before we get a break, Andy Cohen is hitting back, saying all the allegations against him, including alcohol, cocaine, sexual abuse, are all, quote, completely False. So a lawsuit that we talked about yesterday said Andy engaged in cocaine use with the housewives and his favourite stars. And when they hung out with him, when they did drugs with him, they got better edits. His rep is absolutely dismissing that, saying it is not true. Now Bravo stars are coming forward, defending Andy, saying leave him alone. So these are the stars who are on payroll. Some of them might no longer be housewives, but they clearly want back on the show. So take it for what it's worth. Countess Luan was the first to, to speak out, saying nobody has ever forced a housewife to do anything they didn't want to do. She was talking about drinking, and she said you can't force a cast member to drink. You can encourage them, and that certainly is done, but you can't force them. Dorinda, who used to be on the New York show with Luanne, she added that she feels terrible for Andy, and she had a really good experience working with him from 2015 to 2020, five years, and real housewife of Atlanta, Cynthia Bailey, said she didn't believe that Andy would ever use cocaine. Oof. Although uh, Leah McSweeney's lawsuit alleges actually a lot more than that. She believed that Bravo colluded with Ramona Singer to out her as bipolar. So Leah's been honest about her her struggles and she was honest with Ramona about these struggles and now she's alleging that Ramona and Bravo got together to humiliate her, to out her on the show and she seeked treatment in a psychiatric facility and this this is something that was a private matter. This is how reality TV works. They collude with each other to come up with these ambushes, these storylines that the public used to love. I would argue their ratings have certainly gone down a great deal. I think we're coming to the end. I think rewarding people for bad behaviour, no longer quite as funny, And Andy certainly doesn't appear to be too worried about this. Yesterday, he was spotted taping a Real Housewife reunion. So he is back at work sharing updates to his 5 million followers on social media, not mentioning all these lawsuits, but showing us all he's still working at Bravo. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host from Shooter. Hey, Norties. Let's get to the polls. Yesterday, we talked about Andy Cohen allegedly snorting cocaine with his favourite housewife. Sits in a new bombshell lawsuit. Our question was quite simple. Should Andy be fired? If this happened to anybody else, if your boss encouraged you to do drugs with them, if they asked for a three-way sex tape with them, they would be fired. Should Andy be fired? Ooh, 84% said Yes. He can't survive this. I think I agree with you, Naughties. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Get our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday for your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Oh. Bradley Cooper is being so honest about fatherhood that this makes him the nicest of the day. He opened up about his initial struggles trying to connect with his little daughter, Leah, when she was first born. He revealed that during the first months of her life he couldn't relate to other parents who said they would die for their kids. He described his feelings towards her as dope and cool but he wasn't sure if it was true love at first. However, after a few months his feelings began to change and he ultimately became that devoted loving father. He loves his daughter. I'm so glad he admitted this. When we first got our doggy Darby It took me a while to really get to love him. I always liked him. He always made me smile. But that feeling wasn't there immediately for me. It took a couple of months. And I'm not comparing pets and and dogs to children. But Bradley saying this, I think it's so brave and that's why you're our nicest of the day and now our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Jennifer Lopez opens up about the lack of love from her narcissistic mother. I know Guadalupe. I've worked for JLo. She is not going to like this. So even though Jennifer is telling the truth, she's revealing that she didn't feel loved when she was growing up. That's probably why she works so hard now for us all to love her. She described her mother as a narcissist who seeks a lot of attention. The dad pretty much ignored her. He he was out working the night shifts and he slept all day so she said that she just stuck with her mom who was a very complicated lady, however however, she does go on to praise her mom saying that she was strong and tough and that's helped Jennifer in later life. Ooh, narcissistic mom, she's not gonna like that. Let's end with a moment of Rob. You gotta rub, you gotta rub, you gotta Rob. Really simple one to end the week with. No is a complete sentence. Period. No. That's all you need to say. You don't need to give anybody an explanation. You really don't. The answer's no. We all talk so much about the power of yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's very important. But learn the power of no. It took me a really long time to learn this. I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I wanted to sort of be maybe sort of when I really meant no, but I still wanted to leave the door open so you didn't dislike me. But ultimately it backfired on me because if you don't say no, people keep asking. Say no. If you don't want to do something, say no. I've got to admit, some of the best decisions in my life have not been yeses. They've been no. Hey, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and the Naughty Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. and Leave us a review if you can, Corey. We miss you. I know you're listening. Hello, hello, hello. And remember, all together now... If you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. I made you wait for it. Pip-pip, have a great weekend. It's Naughty But
0: Nice with raw. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. I'm Viosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9 Love Love at First first listen. Listen.